All right. Giving me the sign, so I gotta take a hit now. I hit you up like, do you wanna hang right now? What's up, y'all? Welcome to In My Head. Party Next Door featuring Drake. From the power soundtrack. Do I know what time it is right now? My shit. So, uh, thank y'all for coming to hang out with me. I'm sorry I missed y'all last week. Week was crazy. A lot of shit was going on. So, thank y'all for coming to hang out. This week we're gonna talk about the fall season of television, new shows, old shows, and uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about the couch potato life. So yeah, y'all, um, come back on and uh, come chill with me. In my head. I'm gonna give you two minutes to talk about this bullshit. Hola, como estas? This is my two minutes where I get to uh, rant and rave about whatever. It doesn't necessarily have to even really be bullshit, but I can just get to talk about whatever. But I don't even know why I say that every week because it's like, it's my show, so I can talk about whatever I want, whatever, but whatever. <laughs> So this week, I just wanted to quickly just kind of touch on um, transition of fear. This is a small phrase that I kind of came up with. I don't know if it means anything, if it's a real phrase, but uh, it's a real thing, though. It uh, trips me out when I walk Sandy, uh, how people can, um, their children will be fine. You know, the children be really cool and sometimes they'll want to pet the dog or whatever. But then, you know, there are parents who will immediately snatch their child and say ignorant shit like, I'm going to stick that dog on you. I'm going to make that dog bite you. Or I'm going to feed that dog to you. Or I'm going to whatever. Feed you that dog. Or what's the stupid shit? Yeah, feed you to the dog. I can't, can't even get the shit out right. But yeah, just ignorant shit like that. And it's just so stupid to me because when the, when your children are fine with, you know, with, with, you know, animals, and I understand the precautions. I do because dogs bite and sometimes you have to be very, very, very careful. Uh, but, um, you know, for the most part, don't push your fears off on your children. I understand that you may have had your own experiences, but those are your experiences. Those are not the experiences that your children are having. And I think it is the wrong thing to do to uh, put those fears off on your children. And it seems to be, you know, a learned behavior. And then, you know, the children become afraid of dogs or cats or whatever for no fucking reason. So parents, please stop putting your shit on your children and, uh, you know, let them live their lives. You know, if you scared, be fucking scared. But don't put that shit on your kids. All right. And that's my two minutes, bitches. I'm going to give you two minutes to talk about this bullshit. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Mr. Telly Thomas, and you're listening to In My Head. (laughs) So this week, guys, I wanted to talk to you guys about fall television. The fall television season is my favorite, favorite, favorite time to watch TV. So coming off of what is normally considered to be the quiet time for television, this summer's lineup kept folks binge-watching, DVRing, and chilling on the couch to catch up on their favorite shows. This summer, HBO owned Twitter on Sundays and supplied the offices with 
plenty of Monday chatter. Insecure and Game of Thrones gave us blood, gore, dragons, betrayal, provoked thought, called you on your shit, and brought together a legion of people through social media. Both of these shows had huge seasons with amazing season finales. So we'll talk a little bit about that a little bit later. But right now, I'd love to talk to you guys about one of my favorite shows uh, of the summer, Snowfall. What you doing with that much gold? You're out for money. I try to do things the right way. You know what I learned? It ain't made for people like us. And that brick, that ain't worth the trouble that it come with. You know what? I'm rewriting the rules. You do not have my money. Where is it? Where's my money? This isn't for everybody. All right, guys, Snowfall is uh, brought to you by, uh, I believe it is uh, FX. I believe it is. It's on FX. Uh, the show is uh, created by uh, Dave Andron, Eric Amadio, and, uh, of course, John Singleton. Um, the show stars Damson Idris, who uh, is actually the main character. I think he goes by, I think his name is F Franklin... What is his last name? I don't fucking know his last name. Uh, Franklin Saint, I believe that's his last name. So it, it's um, a look at the early days of crack cocaine, uh, the, the epidemic in Los Angeles during uh, the beginning of the early 1980s. And um, this show just finished its, uh, its season finale. I think they uh, had eight episodes for its first season. Uh, Wednesdays on FX. You can probably check your local listings to see... Um, you know when and where it comes on, but you, I'm sure you can probably catch up at, catch up on it now by streaming. But anyhow, this show um, is really real well written and very well acted. Um, I think we saw RZA in the show also, who who is making his rounds with acting shit. Um, there's some uh, some familiar faces and a lot of uh, new faces, like people who uh, maybe have done some acting stuff. But uh, maybe, you know, haven't uh, had uh, big shows like this show. Um, its first season, you know, it's just doing really, really well. Played to a really big audience. And uh, it's really good. Like I said, I, and uh, I love Damson Idris, who is uh, actually London-born and has a fucking accent. But this dude, you know, does such a great job with uh, 1980s uh, American uh, dialect is really really good i enjoy it um but um and uh shit i encourage you guys to watch it next season uh snowfall all right we're gonna move on and we're gonna talk about another show that i like all right so let's talk about power power great show great 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 fucking show um Created by Courtney Kemp. I don't even know how to say uh, this last name. Agbo. A-G-B-O-H. Courtney Kemp Agbo. Um, of course, this is the story of Mr. James St. Patrick, a wealthy New York nightclub owner who has it all. Catering for the city, city's elite and dreaming big. 
lives a double life as a drug gangbang. So this uh, last season of, uh, which is, yeah, season five of Power, it was really, 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 really good. I was glued to the television every weekend, playing catch up. It was a great show this season. Uh, you know, 50 did a great job. Uh, the stars of the show, uh, Leela, Lauren, Omari Hedwig, Natari, uh, how do you say that last name? Naughton? Naughton? I don't know. Sorry, Natari. But I love you. I think that they're great. This is a great show. Omari was great. Um, yeah, the cast was just pretty dope this, this summer. Um, and then, of course, we had the uh, death of the daughter, um, James St. Patrick's daughter, Raina, which was really sad. And uh, we just kind of get to see the characters develop a little bit more this season, which uh, and the storyline, you know, grew really uh, it grew a lot more. And, um, you know, you just got to see a little bit more dimensions to the characters. You, you of course, get to see uh, uh, Naturi's character, uh, Tasha, become involved with the uh, the attorney dude. And, uh, you know, you just kind of, like you say, you just get to see a little bit more of the dynamics of the characters and the, the storyline becomes a, a a lot more involved. And um, I'm looking forward to next season. So uh, power, power, power. Sh- what is that on stars? Check that shit out. I'm sure, again, you can stream it. So if you missed anything, I'm sure you can stream it on stars or whatever devices you uh, stream from uh so yeah let's move on and let's talk about one of my other shows that i like which just had its uh just had its uh series finale uh it's uh called the strain which was brought to you by fx and uh the show was uh started in 2014 and uh had four seasons um this year was its series finale uh, I thought the show was pretty good. The premise of it was uh, a mysterious uh, viral outbreak with hallmarks of an ancient and evil strain of vampirism ravages the city of New York. Um, you know, it's a uh, drama, horror, thriller. Uh, I enjoyed it. I-, I enjoy shit like this, so I thought it was pretty cool. A little bit of sad to see it go, but it uh, started Corey Stahl, David Bradley, Kevin Durand, and uh, Jonathan Hyde, just to name a couple of folks. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, here's a creepy fucking clip. The time for half measures is gone. I can see the end of it. I can see victory. Masquerade of coexistence is over. The Strain series finale, Sunday at 10 on FX and FX Now. All right, so just a couple of fun facts about The Strain. So for production reasons, Guillermo del Toro, uh, who is one of the creators of the show, managed to have uh, the first full season written before actually shooting uh, the pirate, the pilot, <laughs> the pirate, the pilot. And um, based on the first of a trilogy of books written by Guillermo del Toro and Chuck Hogan, who is the, also the other uh, creator, uh, the second book uh, is The Fall. Is, is I think it's called The Fall and concludes with The Night Eternal. So... Uh, 
I'm guessing that this show was based off of a couple of books that were written. So, well, yeah, we'll be saying so long to the show because it was really, really good. And um, so, you guys, we're going to take a break. Um, you guys go and take a pee, get your snack, and uh, bring that ass on back in my head. Hey guys, according to BuzzFeed.com, there are 23 things that every couch potato will understand. This list is amazing and so fucking on point. So I'll read you a couple of my favorites. Feeling guilty about being lazy, but not guilty enough to actually do anything. (laughs) The absolute nightmare when your cable or internet goes out. The pure joy you experience the first time you realize that you can get groceries delivered. The horror of laying down, browsing Twitter, and then dropping your phone on your face. That has so happened to me. The struggle of being tired and wanting to go to bed, but also not wanting to move. The fact that your bladder is always the ultimate buzzkill. The constant battle between laziness and hunger. And... Of course, the desperation you feel when you realize you've lost the remote. We have all been there. And that, my friends, is from the list of 23 things that every couch potato will understand, according to BuzzFeed.com. Hey, guys, we're back in my head. Uh, We're talking fall television. Now, one of my favorite parts about uh, being home... on uh, in the fall season or during the fall season is so that I can cozy up to uh, Thursday night television. Um, I know for some people that is probably, you know, not a big deal. But for me, Thursday night television has been a huge deal for me for the last couple of years, especially since Shonda Rhimes took over uh, ABC. So one of my favorite, well, we'll just start with the entire lineup because I love all of the shows. Um, So Grey's Anatomy, which is one of my faves. Uh, I think this will be season number 14, uh, which is slated to start uh, Thursday, September 28th. And I think it's supposed to be a double part uh, premiere. So I think it's maybe two nights or something like that. So... um, yeah, so at the end of uh, last season, we had uh, the explosion that rocked the hospital um, after Stephanie was forced to face off with a rapist who was uh, trying to evade capture. And then we had Dr. Edwards, who heroically protected a young girl through the hellish experience. They were trapped uh, by the uh, resulting fire and barely made it out alive. Y'all remember all of that drama. And then, of course, we had uh, afterwards, we had Stephanie, who decides that once her burns uh, healed, uh, it was going to be time for her to get back outside of the hospital walls and, you know, really begin to, you know, live her life. Meanwhile, of course, we have Meredith and Nathan, who were finally hitting their stride. And then, you know, Owen, he uh, realizes or receives news that um, the sister that was presumed dead, you know, is now alive, who just so happens to be the great love of Nathan's life. So I smell some confusion and some craziness coming. And um, I guess pretty much, 
you know, everything has just been kind of, uh, like, the storylines are just really, really crazy. You know, Shonda going to do her thing, and um, I'm really, really excited to, to see uh, Grey's come back for its 14th season. So as we shift gears and we move into the return of Scandal with its seventh and final season, uh, we're going to um, return to a season. Well, I think last season, uh, Millie won the White House. So we're coming back to a season where uh, Olivia is in command. And in this new season, uh you know, uh, Millie has uh, tapped Olivia to be her, uh, I think it's a chief of staff. So now she's pretty much in command and the head of Black Ops, uh, B613, is it? So, um, yeah, it's going to be a pretty, pretty interesting season. I am, you know, looking forward to seeing what, you know, is going to happen with Quinn and uh, Charlie. Um, Cyrus is, of course, back. So I think everybody is just like everybody's back. Like so because this is the season finale, um, it's going to be just explosive. I'm sure the writing is going to be off the fucking chain. Uh, who knows who will survive and uh, I'm really really looking forward to it so um, the final season of Scandal begins Thursday October 5th at 9 so check your local listings you know to see uh, when it's going to be showing where you are and then we're going to slide on into one of my uh, newer favorite shows by Shonda which just so happens to be How to Get Away with Mida. Now, so if we pick up from the season finale of, uh, from season three, uh, listen, there was a lot of shit and a lot of fuckery going on uh, last season in the, in the finale. Uh, we know that Wes was killed, and uh, apparently uh, Wes, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Dominic, who is uh, Laurel's father on the show, uh, apparently uh, is the, the killer, and... Um, According to the creator, Peter Norwalk, uh, they had thought about, you know, bringing him in earlier in season three to, uh, you know, introduce him. But I guess it became solidified um, during the second half of the season that uh, he, you know, was, you know, going to be that option. So um, I'm... I don't know. I mean, How to Get Away with Murder Man uh, is just, it's a really great show, very well written. Uh, Shonda Rhimes, of course, starring Viola Davis. And uh, uh, Jack, I forgot how to say, Falahi, Falahi? So, yeah, I can't remember how to pronounce certain people's name. Carla Souza, that's Laurel. Um, so, yeah, I think that this season is going to be pretty, uh, pretty inci- exciting. Um, then we have that whole idea about uh, Annalise calling Wes her son. Uh, we still got to find out about that. And then we got to think about, uh, remember Connor and his guilt over Wes's death and the kidnapping. Oh, Jesus. It's just a lot going on. So I'm going to be looking forward to how to get away with murder this season. And I hope that you guys will be too. Um, so, um, Yeah, guys, give me a minute and uh, we're going to come back and we're going to uh, talk about new shows that are coming and uh, some of the older shows that are um, being rebooted. And uh, we'll run down a list of shit that's coming from Netflix and uh, Hulu and Amazon and all these great uh, outlets for um, all these great shows. 
Uh, give me a minute, y'all, and uh, we'll be back in my head. Not all clowns are evil. In fact, this past year, less than 3% of clowns were arrested for crimes, and most were misdemeanors. If you or anyone you know has concerns about clown prejudice, call us now. Oh, our first call. Hello? No, we're quite satisfied with our current provider. Thank you. Honk, honor our nation's clowns. Okay, guys, we are back. And um, I wanted to just quickly just talk about some of the shows that will be coming out this uh, fall. Okay, so let's start with... uh, Fuck, I don't know. You know what? Netflix. Let's go with some Netflix. So Narcos, of course, uh, is starting September 1st. It'll be its third season. This is a Netflix original, which is amazing. I haven't watched season two yet, but um, season one, which I did watch, was an amazing, amazing story. I thought that was amazing. Um, Yeah, I said amazing a lot of times, but yeah, it was a great show. And then we can move on to, of course, my favorite favorite American horror story. It's, it's uh, on FX. It's uh, season number seven, and it's uh, entitled Cult. Um, this has a focus on clowns. I don't know what the fuck is up with this clown shit this year, but um, it is uh, yeah, definitely heavily in- inundated with uh, that clown shit. So if you have a clown phobia, I am going to suggest that you... Probably not watch. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, gosh, uh, let's see. Oh, fuck. They got so many new shows and so much great writing out here. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead, AMC. Uh, it started, uh, it's season 3B, which uh, is uh, um, like the mid-season. It's, uh, it's mid-season, so it like started at one point and then stopped mid-season and then it's picking up on its second half, which is 3B. Probably could explain that a little bit better. But yeah, um, Fear the Walking Dead, uh, of course, it's a spinoff of Walking Dead. Um, I like it. It's set in L.A. and, um, you know, has a whole different set of uh, characters and the storyline is uh, pretty much a little bit more... uh, It's a little bit more... um, it's set in, I think, the beginning years of the apocalypse. So uh, just like well, how we started with uh, the regular Walking Dead with, you know, starting with a uh, dude in the hospital bed in Atlanta. Um, it's the same thing here. They start from the very beginning of the epidemic. Uh, yeah, Fear the Walking Dead. Like it, like it, like it. If you like zombies and dead shit, then please. Yeah, Fear the Walking Dead. Um... Of course, y'all know we got Will and Grace coming back. Um, It's a reboot. Um, Everybody loves Will and Grace. Um, I'm very, very excited to be seeing it. Um, So, yeah, really good shit, Will and Grace. Uh, What else do we have? Uh, Let's see. Let's bring... Oh, shit, Gotham is coming back. Season 4, September 28th. I am very, very excited. Last season was really good. Um... The writers have been doing a pretty good job with this show. And, I mean, I'm not a a, a Marvel fan or DC Comics uh, geek or whatever. So I just enjoy the stories, you know, as they're being presented. Um, So this 
yeah, I really enjoy Gotham. So um, I like that old, you know, dark shit. Y'all already know that. Uh, let's see. What else do we got coming? Um, VH1's Hip Hop Squares, season 1B, of course, mid-season. Uh, don't know when. it. I think it should be starting next week. But um, I enjoy um I think I saw one episode, which was really funny, and I haven't uh, watched the rest, but uh, I think I'm going to probably snag back on that, jump back on that. Uh, Law and Order. Y'all know Law and Order always come through. Uh, They have this new shit called True Crime, the the Menendez murders. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing that because, of course, as you know, um, Law and Order, one of the longest-running shows on television, uh, they always do these little uh, spinoffs, and sometimes they last and sometimes they don't. So um, I don't know how—this is not even something that really probably will run very many seasons because, you know, I think if you were alive during the 90s, then you probably remember this story and how it ended. So uh, this might just be, uh, you know, one of those spinoffs for a minute. Uh, let me see. I love all the Chicago shows, Chicago PD, Chicago uh, Fire, um, Chicago— what the fuck else? <laughs> it's all Chicago shit, but I love all of that stuff. So I think um, they'll, those shows will be back. Um, Designated Survivor, I absolutely love. Season two, Empire's coming back for season four. Um, what else? The Blacklist, NBC season 13. Of course, y'all know about Grey's, How to Get Away, and Scandal. Uh, shit. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of shows. Mary Mary's doing their final season on WeTV. Um, uh, that's season six. Uh, let's see, Hell's Kitchen, I love. Season 19, uh, first All-Stars edition. The Exorcist, guys. I don't know if y'all ever, um, if y'all watched the, uh, the first season, but the second season is coming back on Fox. That shit was so fucking spooky. I, I'm fucking with it all day. Um... Gosh, there's so many shows, guys. And uh, But before I run out of time, I want to uh, talk to you guys really, really quickly about two of the shows that I was watching over the summer that were really, really, really just very powerful. Um, one of those shows just so happens to be Last Chance High. I told you about playing with me, man. Come on back here. What you mean? What you mean, though, bro? Last Chance High uh, explores the lives of uh, children with uh, emotional and um, mental uh, disabilities. Um, the backdrop is a school on Chicago's west side called Mont- Moses Montefiore Academy, which was open to um, just uh, young men from the ages of 10 to 17 uh, back in 1979. And by the early 2000s, it became co-ed. And um, in uh, 2016, they closed their doors. And uh, it's very sad because uh, this is a really it's a really really great story uh I, you have to shout out uh some of the um mentors in the show um dr uh, reverend i'm sorry reverend robin hood and um a couple of, one of the teachers mr johnson um the spotlights um you know some of the kids who are in chicago who are dealing with you know some of these behavioral problems um one of the kids keontae and another one cortez 
uh, these are young kids. These are babies, you know, teenagers. And um, again, like I mentioned, they had they they shut the school down. Uh, Chicago Public School closed the school doors in 2016. They are actually even selling the space. Uh, it's uh, one of very few schools in Chicago that actually takes care of these kids. Most of these kids are being put out of other schools again because of their behavioral issues, and um, you know nobody's willing to take them. So from what I understand is that by watching the show, they were saying that uh, enrollment for the school had been had gone down and they were, you know, unable to keep the doors open. Uh, enrollment went down because people were not uh, teachers from other schools were not recommending that these kids go to a school like Montefiore to be able to have the help that they needed. Um most of these kids are not recognized as being um, as having behavioral issues in the streets. The police look at them as just being regular kids. And um, that's where a lot of the uh, miscommunication and a lot of the deaths, uh, the death, the shootings, I'm sorry, the shootings and deaths come from. Uh, just to uh, be clear, um, Laquan McDonald uh who was uh, shot 16 times in Chicago a couple years back. He uh, was one of the students uh, who attended Montefiore, and I believe that the same year that Montefiore's doors were closed, I believe that that was the exact same summer that uh, that young man was killed. So um, it's a very, uh, very strong tale of... You know, the truth and uh, the Chicago public system and how people don't give a fuck about these kids with these uh, behavioral disabilities. Uh, they have to be looked after. They have to be taken care of because uh, just as I just recently I just saw a video on uh, Instagram today of a white police officer who approached a young 14 year old boy who is autistic. And for any of you who have autistic children or know anyone with an autistic child, you know that uh, the, 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 the degree, I'm sorry for my tongue twisting today, but the degree of um, of sensitivity for some of them is different. And uh, you can't just be walking up on them and touching them and shit. Like you can't do shit like that, you know? And you know, some of them, you know, for some other reasons, you know, might be a little bit violent when they're touched. So, you know, you have to be careful and these kids need to be able to be identified. And that only comes with, you know, training, which the police around this country, they absolutely fucking need. But instead of retraining them, you know, for the, the times that we live in, our president chooses to give them um, continued protections. And uh, I think that it is, you know, complete bullshit. So, um that is uh, Last Chance High. That is on my favorite, one of my favorite new networks, Viceland. Uh, the show is currently still running. I believe it comes on Tuesday nights. You can check your local listings. Uh, yeah, Last Chance High. Uh, my next and final show that I am enjoying, which is also uh, currently uh, mid-season, uh, it's called The Therapist. And uh, it's hosted by Dr. Siri Satnam Singh. Um, we have seen the likes of Dreezy, um, uh, Damian Abraham, Dej Loaf, Steve Jones, uh, Waka Flocka, Prodigy, and our very own Chief Keef. So, um, yeah. When you were younger, you're still young, that you didn't get much attention. Am I onto something? <laughs> <laughs> 
Have I owned to something? Yeah, I probably didn't get enough. I was, you know, you younger. When I was growing up, was, you know, they was like, uh, I used to want to hang with my cousins, and then my big cousin was what I wanted to be. And so I used to try to hang with them. You know? Is that the cousin that that symbolizes? Yeah, exactly. Oh. One. But, uh, yeah. He got killed. Oh. Yeah. Police are investigating the death of 33-year-old Mario Hess, who was shot up to 10 times last night in Inglewood, near 56th in South Elizabeth. With the investigation underway, officials say there are no suspects at this The Therapist, I like it. It's a really, really great show. It, um... Uh, you know, kind of uh, gives you this really grand idea that, you know, we we all go through shit. All of us, no matter how much money you got, no matter what color you are, we all go through shit. Um, we all have our personal issues that we need to deal with. And I, that's one of the things that I always try to constantly tell people, like going to see a therapist is not a bad thing, especially black folks. It's not a bad thing. Like with today's technology, you can just, you know, deal with a um talk to a therapist on an app you know what i'm saying so like you don't even have to go into an office physically anymore you can choose you know what type of doctor male female black white whatever you know so i always encourage if you have insurance um whatever kind of insurance you have and your insurance allows you to go and see a therapist i'm like yo utilize that shit because i'm certainly realizing that you know uh, as i decided to tackle the idea of me um um oh phone hold on okay so that was just jules had to give him some keys so he can get in the house so as I was saying before, um, yeah, if you are, your insurance allows you to go and do some things to help you get your mental shit together, uh, please do so because um, it is always very helpful. It's it's man in the mirror syndrome. That's what I call it. So, uh, yeah, the therapist, Viceland, uh, Tuesday nights also check your local listings. And, um, yeah, I think I've talked enough about television uh, today. Um I hope that uh, some of what I may have touched on might be of interest to you uh, in the coming fall season. I wish you all an amazing fall season of television watching because it is going to be amazing. This is usually the time of the year where we eat a lot, cuddle with people that we really don't like and um, yeah, watch a lot of television. So, you know, happy fall television season and good luck with cuddling up with someone this summer because uh you know, that cuddle shit. Well, I mean, it's cuddle season. It, that, that shit is kind of scarce. Like, you know, cuddlers are kind of scarce these days. So, guys, I would love to thank you again so much for joining me this week for um, In My Head. Uh, again, I, got, I really missed you guys so very much. And um, I will um, be back next week, of course. I'll be back on time. Uh, so this week my uh freedom friday song is gonna be a uh, party party next door Doesn't come and see me featuring drake uh i'd again like to she thank bumpy's room studio here in brooklyn for giving us a home uh 
Big shout out to all of the people in the Caribbean, Caribbean and in Puerto Rico, Cuba, everyone who, you know, oh shit, let's not forget Mexico. Um, they experienced an awful earthquake, um, two earthquakes over the last past two weekends. And, um, you know, with all of these storms, you know, brewing out, you know, in the, uh, what is it, the Atlantic? In the Caribbean, in the in the water, <laughs> yeah. So you know, wish um, you know everybody love and uh, speedy recovery. And, um, yeah, guys. So you know, until we can get together again, you know, please you know take care of yourself, take care of each other, take care of your blackness, mind, body, and soul. And um, yeah, we are out of here, y'all. Have a good weekend. I've been up for two whole days thinking what I did to keep you going Thumbing through the voicemails that you left me telling me where I went wrong I'll admit I'm sorry when I feel I'm truly sorry Things change, people change, feelings change too Never thought the circumstances would have changed you You said you never traded, no I believed you when they told me don't Yeah, I thought you meant it, I thought you meant it, I thought you meant it But either way you're still invited and I can't even love to you I swear these days all you say is Come and see me for once, come and see me for once You don't ever come to me, you don't ever come to me How she hit me?